Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Gashana, the emulator. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Rao, the battlemaster. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid Zarkhan, the twilight mage. I'm JD. I'm the dungeon master for this game. This is Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. approached the closest he had made the crystal choices and had decided to kind of purposefully go forward so he's the one in the lead because he has no way of defending himself outside of his magic and there's no way he could conjure or summon something so quickly he just puts both his arms up you know (laughs) and it's just he just like yelps out wait and like has that like weird moment of stasis. What do the other two of you do? The centaur's on our side of the mirror, right? No, he's no, on. he's coming through the mirror. He's like pointing his bow. Gotcha. Yeah, into the mirror on which we are the other side. Now I'm confused. What? He's coming through the mirror. Here's the mirror. We're over here. We just oaken that, and he he like trotted up and put pointed his bow like at me through the mirror. Gotcha. As, as as if he knew that this was a portal into... Gotcha. I was thinking he was trying to, to break it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. I'm I'm displaying that correctly, JD. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think Ashana's... Just uh, going to try to take, like, I guess not a second, but just in the shock of seeing, like, yet another threat, she's going to just summon up a weapon. Cool, roll it. Uh, seven. So, so I get, you get one hold. Yep, there it is. What's it, what are your tags on this? Or one choice, sorry. I get three hold always, but I get one choice. Got it. I'm going to choose reach. And it's it. just like a long pike. Love it, love it. Rao, Omid, what are you two doing? Hold on. I'm trying to think of how I want to do this. He's pointing it at Omid, right? In my understanding? Yep. Or is that just Yeah, the, because Omid was the, the one oh, yeah, who like, was yeah. right at the at the mirror. I'm the one you want to be pointing that at, my friend, for a multitude of reasons right now. Who are you? Uh, interesting. Um, I assure you this will make sense. Go ahead and roll a defend. <laughs> It's an 11. Hell yeah. You get three hold. I assume you're going to point this at yourself. Get in the way, I assume is what he's saying. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're directing the attack towards Redirecting you. the attack to myself, yes. Yeah, cool. So you're. it definitely like turns to look at you, and it, and it points its bow at you, and it, it looses its quote-unquote arrow, uh, which is just kind of a beam of, of, uh, of light. And it's going to strike you. I'm guessing you're going to spend another hold, but obviously you don't have to. I mean, have the effector 
damage, I guess. That's, yeah, that makes sense. That's where that makes this sense you, to me. you are you are a leading this in that direction, and b also seems like what defend should do. So what's going on here? Cool. Uh, yeah. So this this uh this light arrow kind of hits you. You are going to take a uh um, hold on. Uh, okay. it is a best of two d ten. Great. Probably gonna kill him. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe. What are you at? You're at ten. You yeah. just don't roll ten twice. Yeah. Or that once. Don't best, roll it one time. Best, best of. Oh. Ha <laughs> ha. That's a two. Wow. Fuck. A one and a two. You Holy shit! A one and a two, really? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Well done, <laughs> sir. Hey, I literally great. want you to laugh awesome. in the face of death. Ha! <laughs> and armor does apply to this, so. And it halves you that too. You crushed it, I think. Yeah, it halves it, and armor applies. So I guess you're taking no damage. I'm taking well nothing. Done. That's awesome. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, but yeah, what does this fucking look like, dude? He's like shooting a magical bow and arrow at you, and you're just like, whatever. This is fucking Gandalf on the bridge. Well, the whole <laughs> the whole conversation we just had is more or less about how Rao would die for you two fuckers, and I think it's one of those things where. He was anticipating me to dodge it, and Rao just doesn't move. And I think it catches, like, the the clip of my leathers and just goes through a hole, like, a bit. My, my leathers are large and cover a large portion of my face, too, so maybe it goes between between my jaw and my trap. Uh, yeah, cool. If you were attempting to test my metal, you've done it. Why are you loosing arrows at us? It is like going to continue to trot around this room, and it circles back around, and it draws the the quote unquote string back again. GD, I have a question: Are in the world of the Chimera, are elves and centaur like? Is there that sort of fey connection? I guess, like in more uh, traditional fantasy. Yeah, I don't really think so. Okay, I wouldn't think so. Um, the way we've set yeah. the world up. Yeah, I was just. <clears throat> Because centaur, I don't want to say. I mean, we'll we'll get. I guess if JD has lore for a centaur, we'll get into that. But I don't. Didn't think so. I there. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> they're like an abomination. Like the the they're akin to werewolves, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Frog. It's just been noted. This is a this is a golem. Oh. oh. There uh. it is. Got yeah. Yeah, this is a carved statue of a centaur, basically. Gotcha. Or are you two just gonna stand there? And Rao's gonna charge through the mirror and let's have ourselves a fucking boss fight. Fuck yeah, let's do it. You're gonna charge cool. at this guy. I, I mean he's gonna the centaur's gonna release its its arrow as you come at him, so I need to know what you're doing to deal with that. Cause it's got some serious range on you. So what we're doing here is we're we're ha- he and I are playing a game, which is to say he thinks I'm going to move a specific way. The last time he thought I was going to move at all, and he moved he shot over my left shoulder, thinking that I would dodge to the left because I'm right-handed. And so I think that he's going. I this is a thing in like high-level competitive esports is that the dire- the propensity people have for dodging, and so he's going to try to shoot directly at me. That's my anticipation here. And subsequently, I'm going to dodge in the direction that he shot at originally. Huh, yeah, cool. I like that. 
Uh, give me then a, a five danger plus dex. It sounds like you're going for. That's a three. I was actually going for intelligence, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah, well, I guess if, if it doesn't matter, yeah, if it would have, I would have given that to you uh, based on what you were saying. But uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I think that like you try to duck past this, right? But you still have to get down the stairwell. Like your movement options are limited. Uh, and so I think it catches you, unfortunately. So yeah, man, you're going to take the same best of 2d10. Oh my God. That's the same roll. It's a no. one and a two. Are you fucking serious <laughs> right now? Holy I am. shit, bro. Let's go. I am this actually is get... Frothgar shit. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Damn, dude. Hell divine yeah. Divine headbutt armor, Your armor still applies, which I think is at least one or two. So it sounds like you're taking not very much here. I'm taking I'm taking one because I'm not in a defensive stance anymore. So. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, man. So you get hit by this, but just a just barely clips you like it you know probably catches your ear and part of your face maybe it's not much man and you're gonna be up on it go ahead um yeah you totally missed right so i'm not gonna give you you're not like in a good position necessarily so how about you give me a hack and slash uh and we'll we'll see what you do to this thing that works for me yeah i'm gonna i have this this makeshift double-edged baton that gashana made for me and Hell yeah. I'm going to try to take a swing at it. <laughs> so long. Farewell. <laughs> I'll be oh, the no. Zango by. That's a five. It's going to quickly like pack its bow away. Like it throws it back onto its shoulder and it whips a spear around. And I think it's going to catch you out from under your feet. Trips you down to the ground. I think the fucking wind gets knocked out of you. You're going to take a minus one forward uh, on whatever you're doing next. And it's going to rear up, and, like, it looks fucking huge, just massive. And it's, like, pecs are ripped. It's just, ugh. Uh, and it's going to trample you, just smash down into your face with its hooves, with its spear, like, held in the air. But the other two of you get a chance to react. So, Gashana and Omid, what are you two doing? Because Rao's fucked. Gashana's going to charge in, and because she has this pike with reach. Well, yep. as she's as she like takes off after a row, do something magical <laughs> to Omid, <laughs> and then she's she just like lunges low as the the centaur rears up and tries to catch it, not like in the chest, but in the the like horse parts. <laughs> I want to ah! stab it in the horse parts. Yeah, give me a hack and slash, man. That's an eight. You can either try to attack this thing or you can deflect this blow onto yourself. I deflect the blow onto myself. I like that a lot. So its feet come down like, you know, stamping on kind of either side of Rao as it lunges forward and shoves this spear into you. You take a best of 2d10. Yeah, it's a, that's a, I'm, I'm dead. Oh, fuck. I rolled, I rolled a 10, 10 and a four. Oh. You were at, what, you were at 10? I was at seven. Whew. Oh. 
Uh, we're going to come back to that, man. You take a big fucking meteor spear just straight through the chest as the centaur comes crashing down to its feet. Fuck. Oh, Mead, what do you do? Yeah, so I had this one kind of cooking up. So here's what I'm going for. Mechanic, like uh, Story-wise, I'll figure out the mechanics afterwards. What you would see is the the shadows of this creature you see like webs kind of connect to its back from its shadow that it's projecting out. And then quickly you would just see what I'm thinking is a trap door spider, basically just eight legs come up from behind it and try and pull it into the ground. Like to, to basically like restrain and, you know, break it in half basically. So you see like these giant, uh, you see these giant like spider, like tendrils, like come up and grab it and just like, crush it backwards is what I think sounds like black magic with debilitating to me yeah I think debilitating uh, yeah that's what I'm thinking debilitating and then, oh I like that um this is also I really like this because this is like a clear influence of Rao on Omid yeah yep uh close area messy piercing those don't I think maybe forceful as well maybe debilitating and forceful I guess you are pulling it away. Yeah. And so like, I'm really it just, I'm, it's more about control than it is about, I yeah. think that than straight damage. So yeah. yeah, I'm into this man. Let's do it. Cool. Uh, that's going to be a nine fucker. I wanted that 10 so bad. So you have to um, choose one of the options, right? Yes. You draw on one to welcome attention or put someone in a spot. The GM removes a non-range tag of their choice. You deal minus one damage. The casting saps your energy. Take minus one. I'm going to end. I mean, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to draw unwelcome attention. I think like, I'll just ask, I'll ask for, I'll not, I'll, yeah, I'll knock on the door. I don't give a shit. I like it. Uh, roll your damage. Eight. It's minus stuff for the things, right? Uh, At least minus one for the debilitating. Minus one, so seven, I guess, because debilitating is minus one damage. So I wasn't seven. sure if Forceful did something For, like that. No, Forceful is just Area is the only other one. Area. Yeah, I think you're right. Area is minus two, right? Yeah. <gasps> wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So this appears to, like, you know, hit it, and it gets drawn back and, like, hits the ground hard. And, like, horses, you know, this is, like, horse legs. They're not really meant to, like be dragged down to the ground super harshly and so it like it like tries to scramble back up to its feet and it's like limping around a little bit uh up on its horse hooves um it's still it's still it doesn't seem like it really took a lot of hurt uh it's it's very mentally aware and it's like definitely still bringing its spear around um very aggressively but it it's definitely having trouble moving for sure Rao, what are you doing so I thought the like spider legs were gonna, like hold it. They were, I thought that was the idea. Oh, here. uh, actually, yeah, that makes sense to me. That's cool with me. So I think it's trying to fight against the spider legs. That's what that I was gonna say. It's like kicking yeah. away, and the spider legs like continue yeah. to like wrap around it. I like. Yeah, that a lot. I'm super yeah. cool with that as as the debilitating. Yeah, dope. Oh, we gotta use this. We gotta use this sonic flail. I guess I'm not gonna. Ooh, yes, yes, yeah, kill it. <laughs> End this fucker. And so Rao, as soon as as soon as soon it didn't kill him, and we'll deal with Gashana's mortal wound in a second, which I get a gambit for. <laughs> uh, morbid. It may be necessary. Uh, no, yeah, spend it all. I don't give a shit. 
Um, oh, you know what? Actually, so I have an issue with this, and I don't necessarily want to shut this down because uh, I'm more intrigued to explore it anyway. But the Sonic Flare is a two-handed weapon. Oh, yeah. And you don't have two hands really available to you. No, right now. and that's a good point. Uh, Does the Sonic Flare have Dangerous already on as a tag? I do have Dangerous on it, yeah. Okay, you do have Dangerous it on it? It pretty much has every tag. I'll be real. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a tag. It's the one living tag. Because, um, I mean, I was going to say, like, adding Dangerous uh, to it as is an interesting consequence for using it improperly. Uh, I have something I have something in mind here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking? Oh, no. No, 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 no. JD, does this thing show any, any signs of physical distress? The centaur? The stone centaur, yes. No. No signs of physical wear whatsoever. No, I mean it's no like it's cracks, like thrashing. No weak spot. You, uh, I can't, I can't roll for this whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that's what you're looking for. I see, I see, I see. Uh, yeah, sure. Give me a discern realities for that, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't know that. That's what you're well doing. done. Yeah, yeah. Well. No, I was just gonna keep pressing on that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the pedal, and here also, sir, <laughs> is the metal. <laughs> uh, that's an eight. So. I guess useful or valuable is what I it, what it is. Now it appears to be what happened here recently. What is about to happen? What? Yeah, yeah. I think useful or valuable. I'm just looking for a a, a, a weak an point. opening. So yeah. yeah, what here is useful or valuable? Where do you think you hit it earlier? Where do I think I hit it earlier? No, 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 no. When the spider like grabbed it, right? Like, and that dealt damage. What do we think about? It'd be like its horse body, right? Maybe one of the legs of the horse is yeah. it, like shows a crack in it. Like the back left, the le- the back left leg has like yes, a weird. Yes, exactly what yeah. I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah! In that case, I'm gonna move in quick on that and attempt to exacerbate that fissure that is beginning to form in this thing's leg. Cool. Are you doing this with uh with the sonic flail? No, forgive me. I'm I'm doing this with the uh with the short sword. Okay, cool. Yeah, just wanted to check on that. You will have to get past its range, so it's still able to thrash around with the spear. Cool. Uh, so it has the advantage on you. Give me a Defined Ninja plus Dex, I'm assuming, unless you want to deflect it in another way. That's uh, Boxcars. Yeah, man. You're able to just get in there. I'm just going to give you this roll. Give me your damage roll. Fuck yeah. That's three damage. Three damage. All right. It's not nothing. We got a, we got a thousand cuts, and we're, we're, we got it, it, it only 998 deep. left. <laughs> Yeah, like, it clearly widens this crack. It doesn't seem to really phase it, and it's going to keep swinging around. But uh, I think you're able to, like, keep its attention on you. So, Omid, what are you doing? Sorry, Ryan. You're always the one who dies and has to sit there for the... <laughs> That's okay. Could you widen the crack? That was what I was going to say. With magic, the shadows and the crack? Oh, I like that. Like, I'm just pull it, trying to pull it apart within itself. Oh, that's pretty spicy. JD, I would like to use the shadows within the crack to basically, like, make it, like, I don't know how to describe this to the audience, like, alien itself, like, just break apart inside of where those those. Yeah, you're just trying to break its leg out from under its leg. Exactly. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to the <laughs> Owen heart of the matter. <laughs> you're welcome. Bravo. Uh, Bravo. <laughs> yeah, that's well done. Uh, yeah, man, go for it. I'm actually really cool with you using this for that. Oh, that's going to be an 11. 
shit. So you still have to pick one, I think. Deal one of your yeah, seven to nine. Also choose. So I don't. I actually no. On black magic, you don't choose. But I do. Oh, oh I didn't no, no, choose no, no. I fucking... didn't think you were doing black magic. I thought you were just doing uh, yeah. spell. Oh, on a spell. Game. Okay, cool. I'm down with that. That certainly helps. But choose one. Fuck it. I'm gonna take the choice. The spell has unforeseen side effects and might draw unwanted attention. I don't want this shit to sap my energy. I don't want it to affect much more and much less than what I wanted to. I wanted to do exactly what I wanted, and the world can decide to settle my scores however it wants to. I'm into it, man. So what's going to happen is you're going to like use this. So in this crevice, in this uh, breaking of its leg, there is a shadow, right, that gets cast by the light in this room. Uh, that like fills that crevice and you use that and you you drive a shadow wedge into its leg and break that apart uh, and i think its leg just basically gets torn off from its centaur body from its horse body uh, and it goes and like clatters to the ground after being trapped by this spider like it's not in a good spot but it is going to just heft its spear and it just throws it right at you what do you do I'm going to Kenny Omega this in the sense of I'm going to Kenny Omega when he. Why does this character watch so much wrestling? That's what I want to know. He's a huge <laughs> fan. He's a huge... What else do you do in the desert? I'm going to I'm going to do uh, the fate. The when when Kenny drops to his knees and misses the rainmaker. I used all my energy to blow this thing up. Like I'm just dropping to my knees uh. and like just trying to like will myself to the side. Like, it's not even like I'm dodging. I'm just like, ugh. Uh, I'm not sure how to do a defining on this. What do you guys think for a stat? Con? Con? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what it. I was reading. Uh, All right, let's do, let's, cool. do <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Seven? Huh. <laughs> 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 the worst sound any player ever wants to hear. Huh. I think that this spear loft is a little slow and it's not perfect, um, but it probably is going to hit you unless Rao feels like jumping in the way. <laughs> Great. Rao and Gishana both die saving another person. It's like nesting dolls of death. I am absolutely going to jump in the way. This is, ah, this is also about you. right. That's Fuck about right. you. This is also a terrible idea. But yeah, I have so to jump bad. in the way. God. Indeed, man. You're going to take a best of 2d10. Fuck you. It's been a long December, and there's reason (laughs) to believe maybe this year will be better than the last. Yeah, that's a 10. Fuck. Fuck you. The fucking silver mask getting me too, dude. I'm, I'm SOL. Yeah, you got this minus one on this, brother. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> However, Omid, you're alive. And the centaur dead? is pretty fucked up. It's not dead, but it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I, I mean, I want it to die. I want it to just not exist anymore. Yeah, man. At this point, I'm pretty cool with you. Like, You guys have debilitated this thing pretty well. Uh, You just can do so go ahead and describe to me how you kill it oh you know the trapdoor spider i described earlier Uh. it's just slowly agonizingly like eating this thing like it just it just it it 
pulls out its tendrils and just like slowly engulfs it as like you Omid like has his arms down at his sides and you just see all of the tension from his shoulders just push down through his body as if he's just willing this thing to cease to exist and once it's it's like beyond you know beyond the veil or something of that sort once it's like you know he could he could just let it go and it would just like the rocks would just crumble he is a he's willing to let go and then he he like rushes to the side of Rao and Gashana. I mean, I mean, Gashana's within reach, but like we know where this, where that's going. Sorry, he rushes it. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, right. I had no illusions. Who was more important to me? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think it absolutely does. Like it basically gets consumed by these shadows, and to the point where you know, there's just stone left, just crumbled stone. <sighs> Rao, describe your black gates. Ah. Uh. The sun overhead is hot and white, and if not for the tink, tink, tinking of Rao's footsteps, we wouldn't know that he were walking on glass. The figures around him, frozen and statuesque, his siblings stood stoically with their eyes closed, his parents the same, his entire clan, eventually, he passes by as he walks. Tink, tink, tink. I'm going to roll this and see how it goes. Well, that's a nine. <sighs> With that minus one, it's a nine? Yes. All right. Given... Given the connection that you two have, I'm intrigued by an aid, but it means like offering something of yourself up, right? Like you have to be willing to give something up in order to do so. Almost like a seven through nine deal with death, right? So, Omid, what are you thinking, man? You don't have to do it, but... No, yeah. No, yeah. But we're in that moment where you don't know if they're living or if they're dying. And you start making the desperate deals. Omid is willing to give himself up. What I think he's actually willing to give up, if if you'll let me, in, in the sense of he's willing to like, quicken the effects of what he knows this... Uh, give up 10 years. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Uh, and I think, like, mechanically what that means is, like, I don't know, I lower my con indefinitely to, z- like, it's at one now, I can just lower it indefinitely to zero. Uh, I think that the way that I want to do this is you're going to roll a last breath at a disadvantage. Oh, when I do it? Yep. Yeah. So when it happens, you're going to roll 3d6, and you're going to take the two worst. Is that cool ah. with you? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That sounds does everybody fine. does that sound good to everybody? Yeah, that sounds That's good. Actually yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I cool. like that. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. I like you making that kind of like you're interfering with death's business. I'm I'm ex- I'm overextending as well into right. something that like that's where I'm tapping into. That's why I was thinking of like the the meteorite, the the aspects of me in which are other 
for I'm, sure. I'm bargaining with that, whatever that force is. Yeah, I like that a lot. And you're making that bargain, and I think that that doesn't that gives you the role, and it doesn't necessarily disclude uh, the idea of like you having a problem still on a six minus. Yeah, totally on this aid, but cool, aid it. That's a seven. Right on. So, Rao, this brings you to a 10. You see this as the end, the death that awaits you. And despite your wariness and despite the fact that your people are all gone and you don't know what hope maybe remains, you are jolted back with a hammer blow of breath back into your body. And you're still alive. The two of you can have a scene. By the gods, Omid, what have you done? Look at you. <sighs> I couldn't have you dying. And you see his like arms kind of like slop down to the sides, and he seems drained. What about Gashana? Gashana, what do your black gates look like? Gashana's like spiritual eyes I suppose open on a world completely made up of fire in the walls shapes of beasts and plants like go from birth to death and are like consumed up into smoke in the the flames of the walls and she walks towards a figure made entirely of flame sitting on a throne and she stops before him, or before, yeah, before him. It's Karyakon and kneels. Instead of rolling for the Black Gates, though, the emulator has a move that I took called Indestructible Hunger. When you would take your last breath, don't. Instead, you may erase one of your bonds. This is permanent and lowers your total available bonds forever. You are alive and have 1d6 HP. If you have no more bonds, take your last breath as normal. Awesome. I'm trying to think of what this will now look like on screen. Uh, that move kicks ass. So I think, yeah, I think we'll, we'll have a little scene here um, with you face-to-face with your god. I think that makes the most sense. Um, yeah. So I think you you kneel in front of Khan and it says to you, Gashana, rise. You are chosen of me and need not prostrate yourself. Look me in the eyes. And I think the camera shows you like standing up and and looking and the fire, right, is like burning and reflecting in your eyes, um, the glow, right, like reflecting his face. You have burned so brightly for me, but your time is not yet finished. You still have fuel left to go and you still have much to offer on the mortal plane. You have come to me before your time, and so I will return you, and you will burn ever brighter. And I think maybe at that, right, like maybe Gashana doesn't even get anything to say. Uh, you are, like, consumed by this fire in this realm, and, and uh, you, like, with a, with a burning, uh, like... You're like a phoenix kind of rising back up into your physical body. And you feel this like warmth shoot back through you, eliminating the cold uh, grasp of death that was like trying to make its way into your body. 
and you're back, right? And and not only are you back, like you feel invigorated almost. So go ahead and roll your HP to get that back. Um, you'll start there while Rao, um, you're still stuck at the, the, the one HP I like to give people when they come back. Yeah, so I'm coming back with four HP. Well, awesome. Uh, you three are all alive. What's up? Hold on. I got to decide who I'm not going to be able to have a bond with. Anymore. Yeah, I was interested in that. Yeah. yeah. I thought maybe you were going to talk about that as. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess how you interpret that to manifest right. socially is going to be interesting. I, I mean, I don't think it's like you don't lose all memory of them. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. It's, I don't it's like so. you don't have any, con- like, you don't feel any, like, affection yeah, or connection to more them. of a sociopath. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> My gut instinct is Rao, because I think Gashana and Rao are closer than Gashana and Omid. Yes. Yes. That was mine too, because I was like, I'm the easy choice as far right. as like just cutting that off. But I think actually for some narrative dynamism, yeah. like, yeah, I think you are correct. So yeah, I mean, I think the the answer is Rao, and I I think that it does come off as like oddly cold on Gishana's part. Okay, of like, I mean, we'll play with that. Yeah, like immediately, probably. I think we need to play off of the fact because, like, um, not that long ago, uh, you were, like, stoking the fuel of Rao's fire. Um, specifically right, about right. the relationship between him and, and uh, Omid. Also, just to remind Brian, I'm, though I'm sure you remember, we, we have plans to visit a certain sect of your tribe. Oh, that's here. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think I'm good to go if you guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure you're comfortable with all that. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you also say when we get out of here? That's not going to happen. What kind of, what have you been taking today? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> yes, but Ralph, Ralph, that's, 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 this is our, uh, we have like 11 hit points between all three of us. <laughs> so you are exactly correct, sir. I don't know if you looked. I have I did. six. Yeah. You have four and he has one. Great. <laughs> We're so dead. And I think we are out of healing potions. Oh yeah. No, we're, we're toast. I think I'm still in. I think I'm still in Omid's arms, as this were. So, one of you two should probably start the social. I think that you see because Gashana's the imprint of Karyakon is like in her bones, and I think you see through her skin, her bones like glowing, then it fades away. Omid, you still live. Rao. Rao. You still look alive to me too, Omid. Gashan, are you all right? Fine. I'm fine. You didn't seem fine. I am now. I met my god. Omid shoots her a quizzical look, as if to say how. <laughs> I can explain all this later, but for now I think I think we need to keep moving. And through this whole transaction, Omid has been like helping Rao to his feet. If that works for you, Nathan. It does. Uh, well, should we go, or? I suppose we make our way into this room and see what it was guarding. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. Or maybe who it was guarding. I'll I'll take the, the lead down, if you guys, or I feel like it's between you or me, Kishana. Do you feel like you would, like, with this kind of renewed vigor from your god, like, yeah, blaze the Yeah, I trail? think I'll... I'll yeah, so to speak. <laughs> ah, blaze the trail. <laughs> yeah, I think Ashana goes 
first into this room. Um, because we the 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 battle with this centaur golem was like in the doorway, right? Uh, I mean, I think you guys didn't like necessarily rush in, but I mean, you would have been a little ways in the room probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the the vast. This is a huge room, right? Like it is it is a massive uh bedroom essentially. So yeah, she sort of ventures closer to the the bed. Yeah, that has a. It's got a figure on it, correct? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the bed's sort of the central. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the thing, thing. that draws your eye, right? Like, it's a huge four-poster bed with, like, you know, a uh, veil, like, draped across all of it. Would you just describe the whole room again, just because? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, there's, like, the doorway in, and then there's, like, kind of a little um, balcony, like, entryway, I guess. Like, a little, um, you know, greeting, land, a landing. There we go. Uh, and then there's, like, a, just a couple of stairs down that lead to the main floor of it. Um, it's mostly an open kind of expanse. Uh, there's, like, probably, like, a little couch and, like, a coffee table sitting there um, in the middle. But other than that, it's pretty, like, sparse for how big it is. There would be a desk to one side um, with, like, n- uh, organized uh, scrolls and such uh, and books um, kind of sitting there, some writing instruments uh, and some other, you know, trinkets. There is then this huge uh, four-poster bed with the, like, whole drapes and everything, like, super luxurious. Like, this bed is fit for a very fine king, not just a king, you know, but a rich king. And then there is, on the other side, opposite of the desk, there's, like, a uh, kind of stained glass uh, window uh, way that kind of leads out onto um, some sort of balcony. Dope. Yeah, so Gishana's going to go check out the bed still. Yeah, it it looks not only uh very large and luxurious, but also incredibly inviting. Literally, all three of you could could like lay down on it. It's huge. Kishana kind of pulls back the drapes. Is there anything inside of it, or are they sheer? Like, could you just see through it anyway? Like, you can't like right. Like, it's kind of shaded. Like, you can't really see details or whatever through it. But when you open it up, um, I mean, you can do so no problem. There's some large pillows kind of strewn about that also look very comfy. Uh, but there's nothing on the bed other than that. Actually, there might be like a fine robe laid out on it. It doesn't happen to be a monogram, does it? Like <laughs> it with a big Y or I, however you spell Epsilon. I will say that it does have the the like symbol uh, of of Ypsilanti that we have discussed previously. The three arches within one another. Yeah. I think we have perhaps found his bedchamber. If nothing else, it explains why we were so rudely met. <laughs> Do you think we're back in the mansion? I suppose we have to look outside to see if we get a little perspective or something. Round nods and kind of hobbles over to the stained glass window to see what's on the other side of that. Uh, it's pretty heavily distorted by this like thick glass, thick and colored there's no other window around here or anything, any opening arrow slit or anything like that. Um, I'm trying to think if there would be. There probably are some like high windows. Probably actually the um, the ceiling probably has more like windows in it. But obviously that's just like you can see sky. What can you see, Rao? Thick glass. <laughs> so nothing. No. Omidal make his way over to the the desk with the scrolls and writings on it and start to peruse around looking for a little information. 
about maybe whose chambers we are actually in. Uh, there is, so I think sitting on the uh, table, like out, is currently um, two main things that are like open, right? There is a uh, like a little um, book uh, that would have a, uh, like a, um, it has writing in it, you know, and just, just like clear writing. Uh, and then there is a scroll, uh, that's like unraveled and is clearly, um, a, uh, you recognize it, right? As this language of, of, of like Ypsilanti's spells. There's also actually a, um, a little hand mirror that does not reflect the ceiling in here. What does it reflect? The ceiling of the resonant chamber. Right. Because I don't think you guys ever took that mirror, did you? Or, Gashana, did you take that mirror? I think I did, but then the librarian took all my shit. Took all your shit. All right, so then it's just, it It looks like a, like a mirror, but it's just reflecting black. That doesn't seem exactly right. Are you just saying that as you're, like, peering into the mirror? Yeah. Do these writings look fresh? Like, is there a... An instrument and uh, do you know? I'm sorry, I'm 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 at a loss for words right now. I'm trying to rev into my brain. Um, does it does it look like these these writings have been recent or have they been? They look you know like sitting for a while, like the in the sense of like the pagination, the pages kind of looking like they've aged. You know, like sat on a sat there for you know longer than what would seem like days and things like that. Yeah, yeah. There is a there's like the qu- the quill and ink, um, right? There's an ink bottle and it's it's like dried out, um, and the scroll uh, is um, still looks like totally fresh. It looks new, basically, um, but you know it is a magical scroll, so who knows? Uh, yeah. The journal, however, does have like dates on it that you recognize, and the last one was um, like probably just over a year ago. Hmm. I I I definitely read at least the last date. Does it detail anything? I mean, I imagine it details something, but what does it detail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it describes the fact that uh, he has decided to attempt the ritual uh, without Ovid, whatever that is. Rao. Rao's got his head up against the stained glass and is kind of just idly looking at it. Lulls his head over. Yes. I think I might have an idea about where Ypsilanti has gone. Where's that? He has gone to perform whatever ritual him and Ovid had parsed together, but he has done it by himself, or did it by himself. I'm not sure of the outcome, but this might explain why he's been missing for quite some time from the manse. Do you think it killed him? I am not overly well versed in magics such as his. I cannot say for certain that he is dead. But I now have an intuition that he is in at least some kind of limbo, if nothing else. He is a powerful wizard. And from what I have read of his, walls would not contain him. So it is very unsettling. So do you think that has anything to do with the chain? I'm starting to come to that conclusion myself. 
JD, how do you want to manifest the need for me to have another wizard do the ritual with me in the sense of my knowledge? Was it intuitive? Was it something that I knew would need to be happening? You know, because it seems like specific. So I was trying to figure out, you know, how to weave that into Omid's knowledge pool. Uh, sure, sure. I think that makes sense. Um, I think that oh, it was maybe the like complexity, right? Like it's pretty difficult to do a spell if you know that the way that you need to do it or, or a ritual, if the way that you know that you need to do it is to like say two things at the same time, unless you have two wizards, right? Yeah. So I think it it's a a matter of understanding like the uh like the depth at which you need to go to to do something. And this was kind of brought to light by my I my It was I like didn't. your study of what was what was going on with it, right? Exactly. That's that's what I that's what yeah, I It would have been the I'm magic that you would have felt like pulsing around it that made you understand like what what you needed to do to to like undo it. Cool. All right. That that gives me a whole track to go off of then. I believe you are right. When we were in that room, and I realize it, it's something that's hard to explain, how you understand the, the power needed to perform a ritual. And I haven't done many myself, but I knew that this ritual would take not just more than me, but more than even one person could exhibit in power. I might be drawing false conclusions here, but that's the only lead I have. So it would seem, yes, that that might be what Ypsilanti attempted. That place, it's so strong and full of power, it it seems only inevitable that it might be where he met his end in one way or another. I wonder then, as Rao pushes himself away from the, the stained glass and begins to just kind of hobble over to the bed, if he's always been this foolish or if it was some kind of professional challenge, if Ovid finally got his goose, as it were, I can't say that he may have gotten his goose, but it is definitely known that both of them had <laughs> an ego. I think this is where our trail takes an interesting turn. Gashana, it seems like we must go back to that room. Of course. Will you still need my aid with this ritual? I will. JD, uh, these the 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 other not the the journal but the 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 other writings, um, is this uh, the ritual? Nope. But I can tell you what it is. That would be great. So this is basically um, titled uh, like spell of higher order displacement, and I can basically because you have like the little the little key code, I can basically just tell you what it's gonna do. This is a spell to transpose your um, your dimensions, your three dimensions that make you up uh, into higher order dimensions, which would effectively make you invisible on this plane. However, it seems maybe not totally complete, but you're pretty sure it would still work. 
Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> spell of invisibility. I mean, maybe. it's basically right. Like you really only need to like dot the I's and, and cross the T's. Wow. I've <laughs> never Nothing heard go wrong something. There. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard something so tempting in my whole life. <laughs> there for sure is no consequences here. All you have to do is sign your soul away and <laughs> you'll have whatever you want. Like what? In what way? Like I, I realize you're like the T's and the I's. This is the what's the non-metaphorical way in which I have to to complete? It's not. This? It's not like going to be a sure thing. You have to roll to cast the spell. Oh, okay. To turn to to turn invisible, basically. Uh, well, for basically. for the for the video game player in me, this right n- to yep. activate the invisibility cloak. I have to up, up, down, down, left, right, right, left, down, up. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I would, I would love to take this, this scroll along with me if yep, I could. You can do so. Sweet. Did we, uh, loot the centaur? Didn't you have like a six spear and a bow that like shot fire? Uh, no, you guys have not. So yeah, Gishana's going to go over there and like look through whatever's remaining of this centaur. Right. And see if like any of his his valuables are still there. Sure, sure. The eyes are both gemstones, both worth quite a bit. You will also get the um the meteor bow and the meteor spear that both do things. Maybe you guys need to figure those ones out. Uh yeah, Gashana's gonna start checking out this bow. Like, does it have a quiver that goes with it? I remember it like shooting light. Yeah, it does not have a quiver. Um, okay. In fact, the, the the like bowstring itself appears to be like a thin strand of light. Are there any runes carved into it, or oh, any, I like, mean, yeah, hella runes. Of, this, is, okay. this is magical as shit. Yeah, can Gishana like try to parse what it what they mean? What it um, does? I don't know if you could, uh, given that they are magical in nature and not like I mean, it's not like it's elvish or anything, right? Uh, yeah, word. Omid, could uh, could you take a look at these for me? What is this? A, a bow? What do you have use for this? We have 11 hit points, <laughs> my man. <laughs> I want a thing called a meteor bow. I assume it'll do maximum damage. <laughs> it seems cool. <laughs> perhaps the spear then. The, the big one looks like he could perhaps use it. Camera pans over to Rao and he's face down in the bed. <laughs> The big one? You mean Rao? Yes, the big dumb one. Uh, I'm not dumb. Dumb? Well, Rao. He could use it. Omid takes the spear in his hands, gives Gashana like a, a sideways glance, studying her, especially her like physical reactions to like how she responded to Rao. He's just a little bit suspicious of why she's Seems so distant from him. Yes, perhaps it would be of use to him. Her runes all over this. Can hardly read it. Is there a way? Is there is there a nice navigable way to try and read this thing, or is it just totally scattered in runes? Did you like he handed you the spear? You're looking at the spear now, right? Yeah, I'm looking at the spear. Perfect. Uh, when he like passes it over to you, it like shrinks down in your hand to a like the length of like a short sword or something like it's still a spear with a point on the end but it is not its full length oh yeah i want that (laughs) i can use it one-handed hopefully 
yeah anyway i'm trying to think of what i would have you do you could probably just like figure this out and read it right so it is magical uh and it yes it is meant to uh essentially um change shapes to fit the 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 intent of the user cool or change change size i should say it doesn't change into like a fucking axe this isn't monster hunter uh yes it is a spear of variable length i i think i know what this does kashana rao rao's face down on the bed right and omid just tosses tosses it you know sideways right at you so you can catch it in midair all cool like <laughs> as it like slightly changes so yeah that's what this does uh it can also be thrown um and you can if you do so you can volley with strength and it is also uh unbreakable by mundane forces so rao catches that spear in midair all cool like and it like slightly adjusts to what his needs are it probably lengthens ever so slightly like it's still totally manageable with one hand but gives him a little bit more like reach to it yeah like rather than where omid would probably be comfortable fighting I think that, judging by those runes, that weapon adjusts itself to its user. It is perfect. And this one? I'll, I'll take the, the bow in my hands. This one's a little bit more complicated, probably. Um, so you still see the thin, like, strand of light that is yeah. its string. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if you were to see dust filtering through a, uh, like, like a little a beam stream of, of light. light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. This one is not so easily understood. Is there, uh, like, at the center of the bow, where like a, of like the sh- uh, the the shaft? Is that what we would call the the bent part? Is there is there like a a place where those runes kind of meet that like central that like it works its way out, or do you s- picture it kind of again a little bit marking? Because if it's up to me, I, I I like it kind of like the. The runes like working their working their way out from the central point where you would knock an arrow. If you're cool with this, I actually think it's the opposite. So Ooh. the the magic seems to be um, focused on, or it has like focal points that are on each tip of the of the bow part, and then they seem to like guide something down toward the the middle of the bow, and and the spell actually like meets in the middle where your hand is. Oh, I like that too. I like that a lot. Um, on this one, I'll have you roll a spout lore to see if you can understand what's going on with it. Cool. That sounds good. Also, um, Rao, please note this down. Your spear will adjust, so you can adjust it to like reach and two-handed if you want to. Um, otherwise, it's one-handed. It's used as a, it can be used as a javelin to volley um, plus strength. Uh, it's also plus one damage. And it should be noted that it's not like a spear with a tip on it. Uh, it is like a, uh, a single like slowly um, dwindling cone all right i'm gonna go for this spout lore that's gonna be a 10 and uh because i think this fits definitely it fits under arcane learning uh so when i discern or spout lore about a uh something magical or otherwise arcane on a 10 plus the gm will also tell me a little known secret about the subject oh cool so yeah this is uh this is a uh, like a meteor bow or a light bow. Um, basically, it, it captures energy of light in the form of the string, and it will shoot that as arrows. When you volley with this, it's plus intelligence rather than plus dexterity. It can only be used um, when there is a source of light, so it can't be used in darkness, real or magical. So there you go. 
and then I think the interesting thing is that different types of light would have different effects on the projectile. Hmm. I like it. I just made that up right now, so I don't know what that means yet. <laughs> I, I was going to say I'm glad because, of course, I had a follow-up question to ask. Like, does that manifest itself mechanically? But no, I uh, figured. It, it will, maybe, or at least fictionally. We can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I like up. it. I, li- so, I think it's cool. So, functionally, it, it shoots arrows made out of light. Right. And it, so you, like, never need ammo. Well, as I long think as you can a never. Source. Okay, yeah. so it needs a light source. It yep. does. It needs a light source. That's oh, that's thing. excellent. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, but I I assume yeah on the seven through nine on the volley you just can't choose. Well, I guess you could choose run out of ammo. It ju- it might just have bigger fictional. Um, I was kind of thinking about the idea that you could maybe like like it has to have. I don't know if you guys are into this. I was you know I'm modifying this or tweaking this whatever. Um. But that it would require like natural light, like sunlight. But then it can, if you leave sunlight, uh, you still have charges for it. Oh yeah, I think that's interesting. If that works, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So we can maybe say that then. So it needs to be like recharged or whatever. As long as you're in a source of natural light, uh, you never need ammo. Otherwise, um, if you leave that source of natural light, whatever light you were last in, you'll have. You know, uh, we'll just say two charges of whatever that light was. So even if you leave like a specific type of light and go somewhere else, like you'll have that charge. Cool. Dope. So you guys have those items. Uh, that is what the centaur had on him. Um, and then, yeah, you guys are still in this room. What do you guys do? Well, this bow might be fit for you, Gashana, though I don't have much in the way of offense myself outside of my shadows. It appears that this draws upon the light, something you dabble in. I'll take it, I suppose, for now. Uh, not sure how much better with a bow I am than you, but who knows, it might come in handy. It seemed very powerful when it was being used to try and kill us. Indeed. So yeah, I'll give her back the bow. So for that ritual down at the chain, we needed... Two wizards, a way to break the chain, and something else? Uh, you faced danger from whatever was within. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it should also be noted, so there's still, like, the there's the um, the glass that leads out onto the balcony that you guys haven't done anything with. Uh, and then there's still other, like, knickknacks here. And then, obviously, the ceiling or the bed, if you guys want to do anything else with those. I just wanted to remember. And then, obviously, the mirror that you guys came through, right? That was, like, the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like one of you should. I've just been reading yeah. rooms for a while. So, <laughs> you said the ceiling. Uh, it's just like the vaulted ceiling with like um, more uh, like windows up there or whatever. I just didn't. I don't know. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. And like little frescoes and such. Raul, what can we do about this window? Can you break it? It's too thick. Kishana just kind of rolls her eyes when he says that. If it was heated, could you break it? Maybe. Yeah, Gashana's going to walk up to the window, and are there, like, metal brackets around the outside of the window? Um, I'm trying to think. Like, is it held in place by stone, or is it metal? Um, I'm trying to picture exactly what this would be in my mind's eye. Or is it, like, stained glass where it has the weld, like, the... It's stained glass, but, yeah, it would be, it would have the... It would be like welded onto a frame on itself. But I think if you're exploring that, it looks like the frame is movable. 
can she just open the window? Like that kind of movable? Uh, it seems like there should be a way to do so. Yes. Uh, Kashana just starts looking around to see if she can find like a, a like a you know a beginning like a door. Yeah, I think it. um I think eventually like it looks like it's just the the stained glass or whatever, but there's a clear um well, it's not clear, obviously. Uh but there is a point where actually the the glass like comes together and there's like a perfect seam uh in between them that's like you know, you really can't see very well. And wouldn't be if you didn't know to look for it because you already knew it could be open, right? Like it it is a a perfect meeting of of the glass. Like there isn't an extra frame there. Rao, help me push right here. And I, Kishan will like point out the, the crack to him. Rao pushes himself off the bed. and <laughs> Okay, I need you to roll me to defy danger plus. <laughs> <laughs> plus wisdom, I guess. And yeah? It's, it's will. No, I don't actually need you to do that. Oh, I was like, I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like he'd be tired as shit. He almost died. I, I Yeah, I did die. Yeah, you two are able to push this this doorway apart. It kind of like pushes in a little bit and then slides apart. What's on the other side of this? What's what's what are we what are we looking at now? There is so you guys are um, in the dimension. You guys are looking out on the uh, the main garden that you guys originally came in through. There is like a another of these kind of golden balconies, you know, that you guys originally uh, walked onto in order to access the dimension though this is not the same one and most importantly or what reaches your your eye immediately is that there appears to be a uh, a ritual circle drawn in like a luminescent color or markings of some kind um that seem to just kind of glow faintly uh with like a a, a violet glow and in the center of that ritual circle there is a figure kneeling with one hand raised up in the air, holding like a thread, which leads to something that you can't really see because they're facing away from you. The figure is wearing a robe very similar to the one that was on the bed. Ah, oh, shit. Omid. Yes? I think Ypsilanti's out here. see if like any of his his valuables are still there uh yeah so i mean <laughs> come on i, I loot the center yeah the family <laughs> jewels are still there of course <laughs> sorry that one was just i don't know what he was doing with that he just <laughs> he left that hanging so low <laughs> you investigated stuff you it's, find that it had a really weird text back and forth with a female stone centaur <laughs> golem Ended in, maybe we should just be friends. You're a little aggressive at your job. Pictures of stone genitalia carved. (laughs) His carved maple leaf. I will send thee a mosaic of all of me. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a bunch of tiles laid out that are... (laughs) 